0: hey guys this is sam and maki two friends born in the u.s and raised in african families pursuing wholeness whatever that means this is a podcast for us
1: by us so come take a seat at the table and let's chop it up
0: how you doing girl how's your Mm. week
1: the week was interesting i feel like I had a lot of meetings it was kind of it felt like they were good meetings but the time was filled for me so I don't know I didn't get too much rest but I will say the family has been good, that's good. and that means a lot and yeah. I've had like good conversations even with family like deeper ones around like yeah just like better communication so that's kind of like encouraging
0: Yeah. It's good to hear. It was a full week. It was the full week. Yeah. I don't know how my week was, to be honest. It goes (laughs) you know, I'd be living day by day. So once that day is over, it's a wrap, it's gone. (laughs) Yeah. Out of my memory. So, but I think it's been work wise, it's been a smooth week. Um, and I even think like emotionally I've done a lot more labor and figuring out why i'm at where i'm at Mm -hmm. you know looked up videos about mother wounding Mm. um just have been tailoring the information that i was taking in around the the issues that i'm feeling right now or facing so and i took a step on finding my therapist yay so i called three different women so hopefully they get back to me soon and I can start counseling. I'm excited. That's
1: so dope. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm so excited.
0: Me too. That's
1: gonna be really cool. Me too. And we'll um, get to well not hear about it, but we'll definitely get to benefit from it on the podcast. So yeah, definitely.
0: That'll be really um, cool. But welcome to another episode of <laughs> Am I Whole Yet? This is They your already host, know what it is. Sam and <laughs> Maki. <laughs> And today we're going to talk about a topic that was sent over to us by one of our favorite listeners, at least for me, because she's so supportive. Um, Shout out to you. I don't know if you're okay with us saying your name, so I'm just going to say you know who you are. Thank you for sending us um, so many words of encouragement Mm -hmm. and also suggesting this topic because it's actually very relevant to the season of life. And I think everybody kind of goes through it after you get out of college and you're starting to actually become an adult and figure Mm -hmm. out what that looks like for you. And that topic is outgrowing friendships and unexpected friendships. So that's what we're going to dive into today. I'm a little scared because
1: I know. Same. I was like, I don't know if I like this topic
0: <laughs> because a lot of our friends listen to this. So, <laughs> I hope I don't hurt anybody's feelings today, but I'm going to try to say 100% myself and authentic. So, yeah. It's that's... all out of love. I love you guys. Good bad and ugly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't I don't think we're going to offend anybody. Um but now that you mentioned that word authentic, that was like the main thing I was thinking about um, when it comes to outgrowing friendships, which like that word outgrowing, it just feels so final to me. So yeah. I'm like, oh, I it's more gray and nuanced, but I feel like if there are like changes in the dynamic of the friendship, at least for me, it's more because I'm trying to walk in a a more authentic way um mm-hmm. I'm, I'm kind of like shrugging off all the the masking the um you know just unhealthy ways of how I relate to people that that isn't really authentic, and so um for me, that's how I've seen friendships change um
0: and, and just feel th- different, yeah, and I think the other scary part about the word outgrowing it almost feels like it's like a superiority complex yes 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 a yes, yes it sounds like oh I've outgrown you which means like you're growing less than I am like which insinuates you're growing less than I am or you're not growing at all or mm-hmm. the direction in which you're growing I'm judging you know mm-hmm. so when you say outgrowing it kind of sounds it can sound a little bit like it's coming from a place of ego sure but that's not um the approach that i'm having with this conversation today and i from what i'm hearing that's not how you're looking at it as well so we may use that word but you know context (laughs)
1: context big time big time
0: Yeah. Um, when she, I'm nervous. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, when, when she sent us this topic, I was just thinking about all the friendships that I have, like all the trans transformations, um, and all the friendships that I've experienced in the past three years, um, Mm -hmm. since graduating college. And boy, I am myself still figuring out what that means, and what that looks like, because for someone who is from my background um given that I've moved around a lot in life, yeah. mm-hmm. I never had really the the benefit or the privilege I would call it of having friends that I went to middle school with and were still friends till Mm -hmm. you know forever and that's something that I've experienced in all the new places that I've been is like people are like oh yeah we went to elementary together we went to middle school together like and they're still friends in their 20s so that's something that I never really had because I moved so much and also because I moved so much when I do find a core group of people that I feel like I can be myself with that I feel very like accepted by and There's reciprocity in the friendship. Mm -hmm. It's very hard for me to, quote unquote, let go of those Mm -hmm. friendships when they start taking more of an unhealthy turn or when we start growing in different directions and Mm -hmm. we no longer we no longer align or resonate with each other on the things that we used to maybe in college. You know what I mean? Sure. sure. So that's that's kind of where I'm at with that. There are some friendships that I'm like, you know, I've been questioning a lot because I feel like, I don't know. There's a lot of conflict that doesn't seem to have resolution. There's a lot (laughs) of difference in ideals and values around how we view friendship Um, and boundaries and such so that I'm still trying to figure that out like how do you love someone uh, from a distance how do you uh love your friend and also love yourself and uphold your boundaries without making them feel like you're dropping them or you're you know being too rash to end things or you know I'm still Mm -hmm. trying to figure that out
1: yeah that's what i'm i'm thinking too like it's very much like trial and error Mm -hmm. um it's not like a super like i don't know black and white it it's not like okay from now on this friendship is changed or i'm no longer putting this much effort into it i think like you said it's like you're kind of trying to figure out like even though the friendship has changed i've changed so the dynamic has to change it doesn't mean like I can't have like a true connection with them. It just might feel like there are some parts of me that we don't really address. And I have to figure out if that's okay with me. Does that feel like I still want to like have this, you know, friendship commitment with them? And, um, you know, it, it really depends on you. Like if you think that's like worth it. And that's what I'm kind of like wrestling through. Um, you know, friendships, for me, like, I've always tied them to, like, really, um, like, special experiences. Like, we went through this together, we went through this together, and I've also moved around a lot, too, and I've never felt like, I've been okay with, like, that was a really special friendship then, and we keep in touch every once in a while, but it's okay that I don't know everything that's going on for them right now, but, like, we still have, like, that really special time together in the past, Um, But there are friendships that like have like crossed different stages of life, seasons of life. And I feel like those are the ones that I probably put a little bit more effort into like, hey, this is where I've been growing. I want to like do that with you or I want to make sure I'm sharing this new type of makta with you
0: um, and kind of just see how that goes. Uh, So what do you do when that friend doesn't want to grow with you or doesn't want to accept the growth or the change within you big yikes um <laughs> <laughs> how do you um, navigate that that's a hard question how do you navigate that it's making the you know the art Uh, the way in our culture is that loyalty you know how we're taught about loyalty like through good bad and ugly regardless of what family members are doing to you regardless of what the person next to you is doing you got to stay loyal you know Mm -hmm. that's I feel like what's shaped also a little bit of my dynamic with people and friends Um, it's like even when that person is no longer serving you or even affecting your peace of mind you know Mm. you have to stay loyal because of the good times you have to stay loyal because it's like where is the line you know where is the line where i can respect our history and stick by that person through the low seasons and then where is the line of like okay i can respect our history but i also have to move on from this relationship because it's no longer serving me and when I say no longer serving me it sounds like such a like selfish and like individualistic way of thinking Mm, but I think it's really important to think that way because at the end of the day you only have you you know you have to protect your mental health you have to protect your peace of mind because you have to face you so regardless of what that looks like to other people and whether they feel like you're too harsh to cut things off or you're too quick to cut things off, you kind of have to learn like what boundaries you have in place and what non-negotiables to protect yourself without it feeling selfish.
1: I feel you on that. And I think like knowing our, context is important because when you talk about um you know f- making sure friendships or situations are serving you like we come from a very like like you said high loyalty highly communal um disrespect yourself for the sake of the group <laughs> type of like, self-sacrifice culture. is very yes. what do you call it very i mean it's high priority i don't even yes. know like That's what our culture, our families have been like surrounded. Um, you know, that's the law we live by basically. Mm -hmm. And that can put you in a lot of um unhealthy situations. And so sometimes you have to be more like, you know, balanced and I don't know, just very careful. Um and it kind of feel a little bit like you said, like you have agency over like who you keep in your life and who you don't you mm-hmm. know and i don't think that's individualistic i think um i think us having a focused conversation around it can feel like harsh mm-hmm. but i feel like people in our communities do that all the time they just might not like say it out loud or mm-hmm. make a big deal about it but like you can care about your community you can be other centered and still um, you know, make good choices about who you invest in and who you don't. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, it doesn't have to be mutu- mutually exclusive, basically. But,
0: And that's a skill I'm learning. Because it's a skill. I used to be, you, when I see it, I call it out all the time. That's just mm-hmm. me. That's how I've always been, especially now that I'm finding my voice. I'm mm-hmm. even more hyper vigilant about making sure I express myself when I feel disrespected, when I feel um, taken advantage of, when I feel like someone is wronging me, I make sure I make it known. But I'm also learning that in certain dynamics, you kind of just have to take a mental note, (laughs) honestly. Mm -hmm. You have to hold yourself accountable um, because the only person that you – can change is you. You Mm -hmm. can't change other people. You can't change the way they think or the way they react. So you have to take those mental notes and be like, okay, I don't like how this person is interacting with me. I don't like how they're showing up in our relationship, but I also have love and respect for this person. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, I'm going to put up certain boundaries when it comes to interacting with this person. Absolutely. I'm not going to give them access to certain parts of me Yes, until exactly. there's change. Or even if there's not any change, mm-hmm. this is how I'm going to navigate this relationship moving forward. And for me, that's how I've been treating friendships that have quote-unquote un- outgrown. Mm-hmm. I kind of just have been keeping myself accountable, making sure that I'm not adding to any type of toxicity or unhealthiness in our dynamic and, um, still sending like no bad blood, still sending them love, you know, praying for them, uh, wanting the best for them. And when we do interact, it's still love, but I've made the changes that I need to make within me accordingly absolutely and that's for situations that aren't like highly toxic like if it's like okay you while in then you gotta be like okay i'm done here yeah yeah
1: absolutely these are the more like gray situations that we're talking about where there's still a lot of love but like not as aligned Mm -hmm. um you know like i'm thinking like you know if there's a a season of life where you're just like straight avoiding Mm -hmm. your coping mechanisms are you know super destructive and you and that friend like that's what y'all had in common basically mm, and you were just both bonding. avoiding trauma bonding all mm-hmm. of that and you kind of pivot and wanting to be like more grounded and heal and just make better choices and like just move forward that friend if i mean that's a that might be something that you have to like realize like what is what does it look like to be friends with that person or not? Um, like, can they get on track with where you're going? Can you still have like, a, you know, a meaningful connection and friendship, even though you're in two different places, Mm -hmm. like that's something that you might have to address. But I think that situation feels a little bit more like evident, like self-evident, you know, what you might have to do, but the situations where it's like, Mm, it's a little bit more tricky and th- I feel like those are harder and, and that's where I'm like the outgrowing terminology I'm like that feels hard for me but um like you said I think a lot of times even me like when I'm learning about boundaries I always think it's like something that has to be communicated um and it doesn't necessarily have to but I have that boundary with myself that um you know, this friendship is very special to me and precious and I love it and I love them. But this area of my life is like, we're not aligned here. And, um, you know, I don't have to like bring that up or I don't, I don't need to like communicate that with them. So just having, yeah, those boundaries with myself and learning like that is still a meaningful friendship. I think for me, I'm like, oh my gosh, if they don't know every single part of me, then we're not really friends um and I I think I used to think about that I used to think through that a lot and I don't know if that's kind of like codependent you know like where you Mm -hmm. just have like a mark of it at least like where you have like zero boundaries where you just like just see every little part of me or every or have an opinion about every little part of my life um but yeah that's something I'm still like working through I think just having different types of friendships you know what I mean
0: yeah yeah they don't always they don't all have to be serving the same purpose that's why we have you know multiple people in our friend group like that's why you have different relationships it's like siblings you have different relationships with different siblings and that's okay it's not all gonna look the same and speaking of codependency I think uh something that comes up for me in those dynamics too is like uh i want to be like it's like i want the approval of other mm-hmm. people so sometimes being firm in my boundaries to me in the past has meant being rejected or mm. being a bad person mm-hmm. uh which also comes from you know upbringing and programming and such yeah. so I think sometimes I have a hard time saying no to the people that I care about or I love because I don't want to be perceived as a bad person um, and that's something that I'm working on because at my core I know my intention I know who I am I know how I show up for people mm-hmm. um, therefore I deserve the same thing And Mm -hmm. it's okay to ask for that. And you're Mm -hmm. not a bad person if you do. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. I think that's the nature of codependency, codependency where you expect a lot less. Mm -hmm. um, And you give and give full access um, disproportionately. Yeah. And so I think that's very healing and very, um, I don't know, I admire that, that you're like, Expecting more, yeah,
0: uh-huh. yeah, definitely. and being able to say no, yeah, and sometimes letting go of certain things also gives room for even better things. Um, and uh, so uh, I don't know what the quote is, but something along the lines of like, um, a sad ending is only like room for a better beginning, or something, something like that. I can't mm-hmm. remember the quote exactly, but you have to give room in your life for new things for growth for change when you are yourself going through change um you have to work on not holding on to the past so hard like i Mm -hmm. feel like lately my prayer to god for the past year or two has been Uh, remove anyone or anything in my life that is no longer serving me that is not aligned with the path um, that you want me to be on or the Mm -hmm. person that I'm trying to grow into regardless of how painful it is I literally Mm -hmm. have been praying that to God and I think sometimes when he's clearly trying to do what I asked him to do I'm like wait no not this one not this one Mm -hmm. and I think it goes back to like trusting that the prayer that i have and that god's intention for me is the best and that i really have to trust him when he does show me or reveal to me or even through like discernment Mm -hmm. um or intuition he's speaking to me and he's like you gotta let go of this one you it's not this is not for you not right now at least Mm -hmm. um And learning to actually let go and trust him and be like, okay, cool. I'm going to let that go. Because I feel like sometimes I even make the decision to be like, you know what? I'm going to take space. I'm going to distance myself. Or I'm going to, you know, uphold these boundaries within me about this friendship. And then I find myself still reaching out or going out of my way to still try to have that connection. And then I'm like, I catch myself and I'm like, I thought you just said that you were going (laughs) to stop. Because it always results in the same negative outcome. So when will you learn? Why do you keep doing the same thing over and over again? Like really honor yourself, respect your own boundaries yes, and, you know, uphold them to yourself. You don't need anybody else to hold you accountable, hold yourself accountable. So yeah, I've got to learn to let go, let go, let go. I
1: think that's so important too. like, uh, Yeah, I think, like, part of God, like, working in this area for me is, like, not only, like, like, he definitely will take people out or situations, um, you know, just straight by himself with no interaction with me Mm -hmm. or no effort on my part, but sometimes it's through me, like, transforming and actually maturing enough to, like, make choices and, like, have the skill set, if that makes sense, Mm -hmm. to do that work, like, um... I think like that for me that feels more that's healing for me um basically because I've been so I think codependent and wanting others like approval Mm -hmm. with decisions that I make about my own life or how I want to move and navigate um and like me having those conversations or me changing the dynamic of the friendship or um those are ways that he's working in me and I think just having more healthy friendships yeah. and a healthy view of self and a healthy view of like community, um, which is all like, you know, I think gifts for him from him. So I really think that's, I, that was a really good point to bring up Samantha. Cause I think, yeah, we don't at least, um, we you know we want to like move in a way that's, I don't know, grounded and, morality in some ways and um
0: and authenticity at the core honestly yeah the second part of this conversation was unexpected uh friendships so the example that she gave was um I always seem to get drawn to making connection with my older colleagues than the ones my own age so like speaking through like people that you never expected to create friendship bonds with and then you do from my perspective that has come more from walking in authenticity and walking Mm -hmm. in my truth and um putting out the energy that I want to receive like when you're like within yourself when you're working on self-love and like self-acceptance and I think naturally those people happen to like draw be drawn to you as well because Mm -hmm. you guys are reflecting kind of the same values morals ways of showing up and I think I've had to work on accepting that because sometimes that looks very weird you know what I mean like she said like why is it my older colleagues it's like you kind of have to let go of what your expectations or what you thought your friendship should look like Mm -hmm. and start to be more in tune with Your spirit of discernment, your intuition, what feels right Mm -hmm. more than what looks right. Because I'm going to say this, it's very vain, but in college...
1: scary 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 go ahead though to this
0: day (laughs) I always have that you know the mentality of bad bitches link up Ah! (laughs) I'm not gonna lie I'm not gonna lie and this is me exposing myself I'm like yeah I'm cute and all my friends gotta be cute we gotta be cute 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 you know like pretty girls like pretty girls unite type thing so that was very childish and egotistical it's a very egotistical way of thinking and I've worked on like I, i'm not saying that i oh lord <laughs> I just put my foot in my mouth let me just not go there but anyways the point is i had to get real and be like it's not just about looks it's about how people show up you know what i mean Absolutely, because yeah. looks there can only is. get you so far you can have a pretty face and an empty shell mm-hmm. and for what i want in in the long run in terms of like friendship and building a village and such I don't want that so you kind of have to work on what your expectations or your outlook on what friendship should look like and what they should feel like instead Mm -hmm. like focus more on what they feel like
1: absolutely and I know some people I can already because I think there was a time in my life where if someone was like, well, if it just feels right, I would have been Mm -hmm. like, feels right. Mm -hmm. Huh? Like, that's weird. Like, no, it's about what is right. And, you know, just like (laughs) weird shit like that. Like, Mm -hmm. but I think the essence of like it feeling right is like, you know, what, like what is going on in your body? Like Mm -hmm. what is going on? And do you, do you sense like, you know, sometimes we're in like unhealthy friendships because we're reenacting um, you know, dynamics from like our family trauma or mm-hmm. when you're codependent, you're always drawn to someone that's, um, you know, not going to like accept you fully, but needs you like 100%, 150%, you know? Yeah. And, but what feels right maybe for that person, for the codependent is like, oh my gosh, there's lots of reciprocity. Mm-hmm. Even when I sometimes give like 25%, I see that friend still come come towards me you know yeah. or um you know just just things like that like where you see you know a healthy dynamics where you see like you said the aligned values and maybe like different life stages but you just feel more accepted um you feel excited to exchange you know life and ideas with them and um you trust their input in your life they your voice feels respected to them you know and then if that person is older if that person is different like who cares that's such a like um I think a meaningful addition to your life Absolutely. and um and that's what really counts is someone you like respect and trust versus like I don't know what optics
0: or whatever you thought that I don't know And someone by culture or whatever. Someone who is also helping you grow, like pouring into you, you know, Mm -hmm. who is helping motivate you, inspire you. I think it's actually really good to have a lot of older friends because they have a lot of wisdom as well, because they have more life experiences than you. Not all older people, but for the most part, you can get a lot of like wisdom from people that are older than you. So I personally want more older friends, actually. Um, I think birds of a feather flock together. Show me your friends and I'll show you who you are. Those things are very true. So I want to look around me and see people that are very committed to Um, healing uh, Mm -hmm. people that are committed to serving people that are committed to showing up as the best version of themselves as much as they can Um, and so regardless of what your gender race age whatever it is if you are aligned in those things then I definitely want you around me
1: Mm -hmm. I think too like there's something about like age and experience like lived experience that just like makes you let go of all the bullshit you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. you really don't care like in a healthy way like yeah you you really like mm, like you really figure out what life means and you can kind of like you know shrug off the the superficial stuff the little things yeah yeah and I think that's really attractive so it doesn't I, I I'm not surprised that You know this listener even me or anybody like as you trying to live more authentically you're drawn to like people that just live more authentically because they've Mm -hmm. been on this earth longer so um. you
0: always hear from like older women like oh when you're 40 girl you're not gonna care about anything you won't care about anybody's opinion oh when you're 30 like Mm -hmm. and and even as I get older I'm shedding that that stuff Mm -hmm. as well like the person that I was when I was 21 I was literally just living for other people living for others approval living for others opinion input Mm -hmm. all of the above and even at 25 like 25 looks so so different than 27 so right right if that that's the direction that I'm growing in and those are the people around me encouraging me to grow in that direction then and encouraging me by living by example Mm -hmm. I love it I love to see it I want more
1: yeah that's very good this is a good conversation i was so scared in the beginning very scary
0: (laughs) i was over here like clenching my palms and stuff but (laughs) shaking anyways
1: i think one main theme i was just thinking about was like we're kind of like letting things be like um i don't know not being so like hardcore and having some hardcore like expectations i guess Mm -hmm. i think um And I've just seen that myself, at least that, you know, I'm, I can be a little bit quick to cut people off or like, um, yeah, maybe just be a little too serious. I don't, I'm trying to explain what it was before, but at least now it's like very much I'm kind of letting the chips fall where they may. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't try to move like 10 steps ahead of the friendship and try to like predict where it will go, but Mm -hmm. I can just like, this is the, interaction that we had I try to think through it a little bit and I maybe talk to some other friends and I make sure like it is um compatible with the kind of person that I want to be right now and I make the next move you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. I don't um I don't try to see too far ahead into the future and be like if they don't do this then they off with me you know like um so
0: and I think what you're talking about there is learning to respond and not react. Sure. It's very important to not react. Um, that whole cutting people off quickly, being very like emotionally reactive. Mm-hmm. It's literally that emotional reactivity. So when when um, when there is conflict or um, unhealthy or any negative emotion that comes up with the, in your dynamics with your friends or family learn to like sit with those feelings and like you said think through it um talk about it with people just take a more responsive mm-hmm. uh, rea- um, responsive approach instead of a reactive approach yeah. Oh, yeah
1: that's exactly it like if you're feeling triggered by something yeah not reacting but kind of being curious like man like what what well, was it about that thing that she said or did that made me feel like this. What did that remind me of? Like when was the first time I felt like that? um mm, those are some And good really, questions. yeah, because I think a lot of times we're we're like responding to something else that it reminded us of mm. um instead of like what's actually happening in front of us. So I don't know. That's Ooh, my little that's little a little tidbit.
0: Yeah, yeah. um So thank you again for sending in that topic. We hope we went into it enough and I hope it helps you and helps everybody else that's listening and without being said with that being said we're gonna give our self care tip (laughs) (laughs) Maki what's our self care tip this week
1: okay so slightly related to what I just shared before I think Um, the tip I want to share today is debriefing, uh, interaction with your friend, um, interactions in general, but since we're talking about friendships, we'll do it with a friend. Um, I think debriefing is, um, it honors yourself. It, um, it's just like a little bit of kind of checking back in, like, Hey, how, how did I feel about that interaction? That felt weird in my body. I felt, you know, some um, nerves in my stomach area and a little bit of um, a faster heart rate. Why is that? Um, did I feel disrespected? Did something that they say um, make me scared for the, the reality of the friendship? Like, is it gonna end, is it not? Um, how did I come across? Did I get to, did I show up the way I wanted to show up? Um, if I went through that again, what would I have said? Like debriefing with myself so that I I have um, a better understanding of how I feel about that interaction and know how to move. And, and I, I think again, um, like you were saying before, it helps me to respond well and instead of reacting um, out of my trauma. And uh, And the funny thing about that skill is I'm very much an internal processor, so I need some time to think. But that, like, that pause time in between the interaction and me actually figuring out how I feel about the situation gets shorter every time. Mm-hmm. So you actually like it's like a skill that you actually build. Yeah. And then I think as time goes on, I'm I'm gonna get to like show up truly how I feel in those interactions and be like, oh, I'm really proud of how I interacted in that yeah. moment. Yeah. Or like, wow, like I really knew. Even though they was like, um, you know, chirping at me and roaring, (laughs) I could see I could see behind that hurt and really speak to (laughs) and really speak to um, like the pain and not take it personally Mm. or um, like, ooh, this does not feel good right now, but I'm not going to go off on them because I know this reminds me of another time or I'm really scared about this um, outcome. But I trust them, and I have enough history with them that I know that's not true. So I'm not gonna like respond like that. So, mm. you know, like you will get to actually be very, very present yes. and function out of like your ideal self. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, all of that I think can come out of like debriefing interactions
0: um, I love with your that. friend. So, oh, that's awesome. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be using some of that for myself. Cause yeah. woo, it's a goodie yes definitely thank you guys for joining us for another conversation um Mm -hmm. we hope to hear from you guys we love interacting with you guys dm us on instagram write us an email follow us on twitter and we will see you guys next week absolutely bye Bye, y'all